What's going on, everyone? Episode 30, 30. of the Founder Hour. That's 3-0. Episode 30. That's a, we've come a long way, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. But we are excited. This is the Founder Hour After Hours, the fifth of its kind, where Pat and Posh sit down. He's Posh. I'm Pat. Right. After Hours, it's about, what, 11.30 p.m., it's, you know, it's we're actually outside. 10.30. I don't know if you're living in central time or what, but... Central time, yeah. I'm living in central okay. time. My, my mind's always an hour ahead. Um, crickets. I don't know if you guys hear the crickets, but we're literally outside uh, sweating because it's hot here in LA. But it's beautiful. It's still beautiful. Oh, yeah. And we're excited that you are tuning in. Recently, we found out that people actually listen to the Founder Hour After Hours. They do. Yeah. <laughs> people told awesome. us that it's probably one of our favorite segments, so... Now we got to step up our game and we can't talk, you know, some, we, I mean, we could say stupid shit here and there, but I guess we got to really, you know, play the part of co-hosts yeah. who are professional. Um, so we're wearing suits now. Yeah, we're wearing suits and that's probably why we're sweating. Um, and all, just all these camera lights that are on us are just unreal. Um, but yeah, man, it's already August, which is crazy. Yeah. Almost a year since we started this. Almost a year like, since we started, yeah. A couple is of months. Why we're at episode 30, which is still pretty crazy. Um, and yeah, we're excited to keep this going because this is just, this is like the first, this is just like the beginning. This is like the intro. Mm-hmm. You, have n- you haven't seen anything yet. So Big why don't we coming. jump right into Yeah, so the, the for recap. those who are just tuning in for the first time, After Hours is kind of the time when we recap uh, the last four episodes. Uh, we do this every fifth episode, so episode 26 to 29, we'll do a little recap, uh, and then we kind of talk about some stuff that are on our minds, that are going on in the world, uh, just kind of, you know, uh, share our thoughts on that, and then we answer any questions that you guys have, so uh, please do send them our way, and we'll get them answered on the next one, um, and yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So how do you want to kick this off? Well, we could either start with recapping the episodes, or we can... Just delve into some random topics. Let's dive into some random topics. Random topics, great. Um, well, since the last after hours, the entire Lakers team has changed. Amazing. Um, LeBron's here. <laughs> thank God. The king has come. I feel like there are a lot of people that are not happy about that, and I don't Fuck get em. it. I don't get it. Fuck them. They're not Laker fans. I don't even know. Yeah, just like, as a Laker super- fan, I obviously had my things, you know, I said about LeBron James. As I should have, because it was a competitive, it's a yep. competitive game, and I was rooting for my team. But now the best player in the world is on my team. Why would I not root for him? I don't get it. I mean, it's just it's more than just him as a basketball player too. Um, I think what was it, in the last couple of days he, um, he, he launched his, a school. Yeah, the school that he launched. Yeah. So the guy is like the second coming of Magic Johnson, is how I view him. Um, and I, I think he saw him on stage when, you know, during the launch, yeah, yeah, but he did, like, yeah. it was very Magic Johnson-esque. Right. So I think that him coming to LA is more than basketball, just like he says he's more than an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, as a spectator of basketball and just as an Angelino, for me, I'm rooting for him because he is now a fellow Angelino, not just because he's a Laker. Because I'm not a Laker. I can't, I can't 
I don't feel him on that level. Yeah. Do I want to watch him? Yes. But I think as a fellow Angelino, I now even appreciate his lifestyle and what he's trying to do even more because I live here and the impact that he's going to have is going to happen, you know, just miles from me. So that's a big part of it, obviously. Secondly, like you said, he's literally the greatest player in the world. Uh, at age what 33, 34, he brought the team that they brought. He's, he's favorite to win the MVP this year. We're gonna win the championship this year. You heard <laughs> okay, it here I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. I am going just that yet, far. Just yet. We have I a good think team, we're but... gonna win the championship this year because I'm just foreseeing mid-season trade. Bold statement. You heard it here first. Another big trade is gonna happen mid-season, right before the trading deadline. That's gonna take us over the top into the playoffs. We're gonna beat the Rockets. We're gonna beat the Warriors, and then we're gonna beat the Celtics in the finals. So. I would love that, but you know. We'll see. And I think Phil Jackson might just come in and, I don't know, he might do something. Who knows? He just might come in and just play, play basketball with LeBron James. Um, but, yeah, honestly, LeBron James coming, you know, we have all the other players that came, Rondo, um, Stevenson, mm-hmm. uh, JaVale. JaVale McGee. It's a weird combination of people. But I just think that, you know, it's going to take a while Michael for them Beasley. to figure it out. Don't forget that guy. Who? Michael Beasley. And Michael Beasley, yeah. Yeah, it just... I think they have so much talent right now. It's going to be up to Luke Walton to figure out They're how deep, he man. does this. They oh. have a they have a they have a first unit. They have a second unit. Shit, I think they even have a third unit that could yeah. play really well. Who's I mean, you got Josh Hart. Unit? You got Josh Hart on the bench. Yeah, oh, dude, Josh you got, Hart. I mean, I don't know if Kuzma's going to start. I think he should. Kuzma's going to start. He, if he, even if he comes off the bench, like or what, Ingram comes off the bench, like I mean, those guys are both. It's a start. deep. It's a deep roster, man. Kuzma and. I'm excited. I'm telling you, I'm Kuzma excited. and Ingram are both going to start. I think the only missing start. piece, really, like I, I think Javon McGee is a great, uh, great player, but um, I think we got to just, you know, I mean, really, we don't even need a center these days anymore. But I think if we can have a big man down there, yeah. like an Anthony Davis, he's coming next year. Coming would next be. Year. I mean, he's going to come next year. Complete the team. We're going to win. It's going to be a two peat. That's what, that's what we're going to win back to backs. Um, back to back. And then, and then third year going to be three. And then fourth year, Bronny's going to come, mm. which is LeBron James' son. Who's by the way, he's he's also he's going to forgo at that point. <laughs> at that point, you know the one and done rule is yeah. going to be out, and you can you can go straight from high school. Did you see he just like dunked? College. He just alley yeah, himself. Dunked. They had the same. They did the same dunk. Yeah, I saw. It. There was like a Bleacher Report, like a split screen. I mean, dude, the guy's like thirteen years old, and he's probably the most covered player. This summer in basketball. Yeah, he looks great. Like, the guy, the kid's unreal. Like, sometimes when it's, you know, you're a son of a former basketball player, or for, just former athlete, or son or daughter, yeah. um, sometimes you're overhyped, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, and there are players like that, and I don't want to name them, like, call them out, but there are players just that have been overhyped. Out, That's right. But, uh, but, like, Sharif yeah, O'Neal. like, <laughs> I, was, I was literally <laughs> thinking of him. Uh, but, you know, he stepped up, and, like, you know, Bronny, Bronny looks really good, man. I mean, he's, he's going to be 13. playing for Sierra Canyon, which is, like, down my street. I'm going to try to catch some of his games. Bronny, you're going to be on the founder hour at probably 16 if you keep it up. Um, uh, hell, I'll have you, like, we'll have you on right now. Come on in. Yeah, the founder <laughs> of a 13-year-old fucking basketball league. I mean, I don't know what you're doing, but yeah, he's killing it. Uh, LeBron, if you're listening, honestly, this is my other bold statement. I think he's going to be better than you. You heard it here first wow. again. Wow. Dude, dude Bronny, Bronny's That would be 13. something, man. That would he's be 13. He's gonna get drafted by the fucking like Toronto Raptors because they're gonna also, be garbage. I think, also, I think like as time passes, just people get more athletic, and I mean, you've compared today's NBA with like twenty years. I don't ago, think any athlete that coming that's coming out right now though is even. You can't compare them to LeBron James. Just like you can't compare him to Michael Jordan. Yeah, different game. Just like different you can't games. compare him to Michael, Magic Johnson. Magic yeah. Johnson was a big playing. Yeah. A point guard. And let's let's position. talk about Magic Johnson a little bit. You know, like we talked about Lakers. When I think about the Lakers, you know. The first name that comes to my mind is 
probably Kobe Bryant. But if you think a little deeper, like, you know, who really set the tone for Lakers basketball? Magic Johnson, man. This guy, I mean, I was, like, just born when he was, like, in his prime where he, I think he had just finished playing. But the dude was a freak of nature. I mean, the guy was showtime. He was, like, yeah. it was entertainment. And I feel like we've been missing that from Lakers basketball. I mean, that's supposed to be Lonzo, but we'll see. Dude. Just, He's supposed to be the passing. I just, I, I hope I'm wrong about Lonzo just for the sake of the team, but I don't know, man. The guy's just, like, not exciting. Anyways, we can sit here and talk about the Lakers all day, and who knows? Maybe we'll launch a like Lakers podcast. Yeah, I was just going to say, we should. I mean, it's I, fun. I'm, it's fun. I just, I feel like I'm not really, like, And I kind of feel like we need to have different points of view to make it interesting, like, skipping Yeah, yeah fuck Kobe Bryant. He sucks. Kobe, I still <laughs> want to have you on the podcast. That's, just, I mean, like, I was just trying to be, like, exciting here. Um, cool. What do we have next on this after hours topics list? Uh, you put movie pass on here. What's up? What's, 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 <laughs> Dude, what's up? Pass? Definitely not their What is revenue. movie pass? Let's just talk about that first. Movie pass is probably one of the worst companies that's ever been started. Um, <laughs> I, I think the first time you told me about them, Dude, I was like, so, that makes zero sense. The, the economics thing. just make zero sense. Yeah, yeah. It's just honestly like, I don't it's, know. I, I mean, it's amazing it. to see how far they've come and the fact that they, <laughs> they actually have like a pretty big client base. But. I feel like us talking about them might like raise their like value um so i don't want to talk about them too much because i think it's a horrible idea i need to die soon uh but yeah i think a couple days ago they ran out of cash um and so they i saw i saw some big folks on twitter (laughs) saying they're gonna they're probably gonna file for bankruptcy in the next few days yeah and so they lied to their uh oh really I don't know well, they're this. not admitting to this, but they lied to their customers saying that oh. they had a technical difficulty on their back end mm-hmm. and, you know, their lights were off, you know, but they went and got $5 million uh, just to, you know, turn the lights back on, uh, which meant they just ran out of cash. <laughs> um, so Why? Because their... Because their business model sucks. <laughs> it's so not even a business charge? model. They, they were at, at some point, they were charging, what, $7 a month? I think it was started at six ninety nine or seven ninety nine. Six ninety nine a month, a yeah. month to yeah. go to as many movies as you want. One a day, one a day for a month. One a day per month. For a month, if yeah. you, even if you go to one movie in a month, they're losing money. Yeah, like by a margin. Their whole bet is that you subscribe. What is what's a what's a movie go. ticket cost these days? I don't like know, seventeen dollars. Yeah, something like fifteen dollars. Like even I mean, yeah, even if it's nine on average, maybe like let's say yeah, it's nine dollars. Like which you, it's like they're still to find. losing money. They're yeah. they're going after the gym model, like. They're going after the model of you're going to pay membership like and not show up. Mm. The, the difference is if you don't show up to the gym, yeah. they don't lose money. Yeah. If you, sorry, if you do show up to the gym, they don't lose money. But also they're catering to like movie fanatics that are, that probably go at least once a month. Right. Like, like I mean, movie. I'm not, I didn't buy it. I, I Even if you go Netflix. once every two months, they're still losing money on six ninety nine. I know they raise their prices, but exactly. still. Yeah, yeah. Bad model. It's honestly like there's for profit, non-profit, and then there's no profit, which is what movie passes it's not even a no profit they're just like full loss it's just i don't know what they're doing but i I, what i've heard is that amc Mm -hmm. launched a similar service for themselves okay so i think that could work that makes more sense because because the thing is um and i don't know if like you were telling me or where i read it but like weren't they how was their i don't know how their partnership with these movie theaters was like were they paying full price for those tickets there's no way i don't know i i I don't know i've heard different things I, i really don't know that answer um but I just don't think they were paying them something. They were paying the movie theaters something. Because the some, mu- some movie theaters have to make money, right? And they're right. Mo- making right. money anyways. Right. What, were they like guaranteeing like more people? Like I don't get that. Right. And they were probably thinking that how many know, more people, people were going to buy t- food, yeah. popcorn, right. you know, drinks. The thing is, I think a better model for MoviePass would have been 
the licensing model, which is let's create the software, let's create the platform, sell it to the big theaters like Pacific Theaters, Edward Cinemas. To launch like a subscription service yeah, for themselves. exactly. So that they could launch a subscription service for themselves and their users because they have loyal people. Like if you live next to an AMC theater, chances are you're going to go to that AMC theater. So I don't know. MoviePass has a lot of problems. Um, and by the time we release this podcast... I still can't no wrap my head around the business model. It's so just because it's, like, it's not a business model. So yeah. I don't know. That, that part is kind of just upsetting that... Somebody even funded these guys because if somebody pitched me this idea, I would be like, "Wait, how are you even making money? Because your numbers don't make sense. It's a great idea, but your numbers just don't add up, literally." So I don't know. I guarantee you, just because of this podcast, the numbers are going to go up on Thursday. So congrats, you're welcome, Movie Pass, whoever started it. Somebody needs to go back to business school or something. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, but yeah, those are just a few of the topics. And if anything else comes to mind, we'll just talk about it but episode 26 robert egger who is the founder of la kitchen Mm -hmm. um prior to that he founded dc kitchen in washington dc um and look i'll i'll be honest obviously you know we've interviewed 30 plus people so far um everyone has their own personality everybody has their own story and then there's just people that i think i gravitate more towards because i am on the same wavelength as them Um, for me so far, there's been a few people that have stood out to me. And again, this is not, you know, saying that other stories weren't great. I just don't relate as much to them. Um, but for me, Robert Egger was definitely one of those people. I mean, the dude, like the whole hour that we were in that room, I think both of us were like, we were just inspired. Like, I don't even know if we were, we couldn't even say that. I almost felt bad. I think I was the one that cut the conversation at the end because we were like way over an hour. Yeah. And, you know, we could have kept going. I just, like, I felt bad, like, just, yeah. I, I wanted to sit there and continue to talk. Which we like, did. Was, we did continue to talk. Yeah, afterwards. Offline, yeah. 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 We literally, I think we were there for another, like, 45 minutes just yep. talking. Yeah, yeah. Because this guy is just, I mean, he understands the world on a just different level. And, you know, he's in the hospitality nonprofit business. But, I mean, I just can't even, I, I can't explain it because you got to listen to it. And this is not just, like, clickbait for you to go listen to it. Right. You need to hear from him. I mean, I won't be doing him justice telling his story. Um, I mean, just you can hear it in the vo- in his voice, like the passion and the know-how. Like, I mean, everything is there. Like, he like he's meant whatever like divine, you know, whatever there is. Like, he's meant to do what he's doing. Like, yeah. he knows so much about it, and he has so much like such a good time like talking about it. Like, you can feel it. He's just like one of those dudes that, and he calls us dudes. Like, you know, he's just he's yeah. a casual guy. Yeah, he's not like you know. Your, you know, suit and tie, you know, nonprofit, you know, leader, this and that. Like, he's like a part of the team. Like, you know, in the episode, you'll hear like blenders in the back and people chopping things up. And it was because he wanted to do the podcast episode um, in his kitchen. Like, we did it at the LA kitchen. Yeah. The kitchen. Dude, the vibes there were like unreal. Yeah. Like, I would cool. recommend anyone that yeah. wants to volunteer, just get involved. Like, check out LA Kitchen. It's a, it's an amazing place to be. Yeah. I mean, just like you, you can feel the energy when you're there. Like everyone's having fun. Everyone's, you know, uh, collaborating and just like they're it's just for the greater good and they know what they're working towards and it's just a good time. And I feel like for you and I, it was a, it was a more special episode because it was the day after Anthony Bourdain had passed away. Yeah. And I had seen that Robert Eger had tweeted and had no, I knew mm-hmm. Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked to Robert about that and he said that he had several account encounter encounters with uh tony as he called him yep. um and you know it's crazy because that was like what, a couple of months ago not even it was like less than a mm-hmm, month ago mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um or about a month ago mm-hmm. so 
you know, so that was an, it was just an all around very interesting and different conversation. You know, we've had, again, like this is our 30th episode, but I mean, the dude's like an intellectual, like you can yeah, feel yeah. it. Like yeah. when he talks, like he just like puts words together so well. I was kind of like, sometimes I had to like keep up. I was like, wow, like this is like mentally stimulating. It's great. And, and his mind just works so fast. So he speaks fast yeah. and like, yeah. but yeah, the guy's just on another level. Like that's somebody that I would want to sit down with again, just because I just, I don't think 60 minutes or whatever it was with him did it justice. No. Like you probably need like a couple of weeks with him just to like really <laughs> understand like everything he's doing. Cause there's just so much going on. So I don't, that was, that was one of my favorite episodes so far, just all around, like, you know, the actual interview, the podcast as it was released the feedback that we got um and just again like the mission like you know and we put it on our instagram and our social media channels about just helping them out so i mean i've been there volunteering several times Uh, they do a lot of work in like the homelessness re-entry space so it's it's educational as much as it is like you know volunteering as well like you learn a lot you know talk like we talked a few of the folks thereafter who were formerly incarcerated who are now leading the team there um and these, I mean, it just, it's great because it eradicates that notion that you have that, you know, homeless people or formerly incarcerated people are bad or, you know, the way media portrays them as the people that are in the orange suits behind bars. Mm-hmm. They're just regular people that fucked up, you yeah. know, whether it was a small or big fuck up, but then they came out of it. Okay. And now they're, and they're doing just fine. So I don't know. It's a, it's a great right, like the you know like the very very bad people like I don't want to like separate them all but like sure. the very very bad people like well you know, they're they're gone there. they're gone for good yeah they're not out there they're not here the folks that fucked up you know it's yeah. like you know everyone deserves a second chance man like yeah, it's a yeah. great it's a great way to get people back into yeah. doing good and and well I mean we, I guess we keep talking about him because it, there was a lot to talk about but one of the things that I want to kind of point out now and you'll understand when you hear the episode too is him talking about social entrepreneurship. Because I remember, I think you had asked him, uh, what do you think about the nonprofit space? Yeah. And he said, I think that there should be, I don't know how he phrased it, but he talked about there being less nonprofits in the future, but more companies that act like nonprofits, which are basically social enterprises. Yep. So, and you're seeing a lot of those nowadays right, too. Exactly. Which up, is yeah. what he's doing with LA Kitchen. And I think it's something to consider as an entrepreneur, a future yeah. founder or whatever is. Like if you really think about it, like... I mean, a lot of things have already been done. Like, you know, there isn't right. much new. What is that? What is that saying? Like, there's nothing new under the sun. Like, everyone does like a version of something that exists. Yeah. Like, if that's the separator, like, if every single company had that, you know, big philanthropy side and like, you know, the giving right. back and you know, the nonprofit side of a for-profit business, just think about how where the world would be. Right. It'd be un- unbelievably yeah. like in a different place for sure. So. So yeah, man, we can't talk about that episode enough. So definitely check it out. That's episode twenty six with Robert Ager. Um and then right after that, we sat down with Alex Benayan, who's our friend from SC. AB. Um AB, yeah. Um he wrote a book called The Third Door. I remember he started that or he started the process back when we were at USC when we were I think he was like eighteen or nineteen years old. Uh so I've seen him through his journey of writing yeah. this book and uh pat and i had a chance to read it a few months before it was released and loved the book and had a chance to sit down and talk to him more about it and you guys can if you literally search alex benign there's videos of his interviews everywhere yeah uh he's a hell of a speaker um and i'm sure he's gonna be doing more of those coming up uh so again it's hard to really talk about this episode just because a lot of the story and a lot of his journey is documented in the book mm-hmm. and i can't like the book tells the story better than I will. Um, 
but then again hearing him talk yeah, about really, kind of it really just a book about like just persistence mm-hmm. and you know it sounds cliche like and so we don't want to really like yeah, you yeah. know spoil too much but you know if you're if you're the entrepreneurial type yeah. um you know as, as i'm sure most of you are uh would recommend at least like looking it up and seeing if it's something that you'd be interested because yeah. and a look story. i know like a lot of our friends tell us like they don't have much time to read books like we don't really have much time to read books either um but I read this in either, I think it was like three days. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty easy, fast read because you don't want to, you just want to like, because it's like a story. Yeah. It's not like, you know, it's not segmented. Like it's segmented by chapters, but it's not segmented into like. Right. Like if parts. you're going to watch a movie, like exactly. And you're interested in a good story, like that's, this is the book for you. Yeah. And I mean, just the names of the people that he interviewed obviously are awesome. Yeah. I would pick it up. It's worth that 18 bucks or 20 bucks you're going to spend. I think it's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely check that out. Um, lo- we had like three lucky winners. Uh, that yeah, shout out to the to. to the giveaway. We did yeah. a book giveaway. Yep, yep. So I hope you guys are enjoying that book. Um, so definitely check him out and his Instagram handle or his social media handle is at Alex Benayan. So give him a follow. I know. So somebody actually told me at the end of the episodes we should um, tell our audience about where they can find our guests. Mm, okay. Like. So, so Robert put it in the description already. Yeah, yeah. Shout him out, yeah, yeah. And then Alex Benign. Alex Benign. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and, and both of them are super responsive. A lot of our guests are super responsive. So if you hit them up, tell them that you heard about them on the Founder Hour. You listen to their story. I think they will definitely respond to you, um, and they would really appreciate it because they took time out of their days to sit down with us. And you know, you telling them that you found out about them through our podcast, I think, will go a long way. So mm-hmm. definitely encourage you guys doing that. Um, Episode 28. Mr. Brent Bolthouse. Legend. Wow. Legendary guy. I love this episode. Tell like, us why. It was, it was just like, as far as like, when you really think about what we're trying to do, right? Tell a story and, 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 and kind of really learn about like the human side to all these folks who have built uh, these massive businesses. Right. Like that was Brent. Like his story is unbelievable. Like I was like thinking about it like, when I was li- when I was like listening to it and like working on like the edits and all that stuff, like I was like, wow, like we barely even talked about his business. Like I think at the end we just like talk about his main business right now that he runs Bungalow and right. Neon Carnival every year, but we barely talk about that. Like I, I like that's one that we should do a part two with because I want to like learn more about that too. But overall, I think his story is unbelievable. From like just he starts off the podcast like first thing he says is like I was adopted at birth. So like he was he was like you know. He was adopted at birth, grew up in areas that aren't really like, yeah, like Joshua Tree. Yeah, Joshua. Range, yeah, right. like Lake Arrowhead, um, for, uh, Barstow, which is like I was in old Barstow. Just is like, like all the, the towns place that you are stop on the, the way to Vegas. That you go to exactly. So it's like you know when you really think about like a place to grow up where the odds are literally against you to yeah. like be like a massive success. Mm-hmm. Like those are the places I think of. Yeah. <laughs> so for him to like. <laughs> Come out of that, and and then like not to mention like he was a drug addict when he was yeah. younger in high school and had to go to rehab. Like bef- yeah. this is all before he's like sixteen years old, mm-hmm. and for him to like come out of that and find his way into like I don't know like the Hollywood club scene and like seeing. I mean, he was just naturally. It seems like he was a naturally good promoter. Like he just like knew how to deal with people, knew how to get the biggest names in town uh, to nightclubs, and he really like transformed that industry. Like he. I mean, from what it sounds like, he really made Hollywood what it is, like the bottle service and the way clubs promoted and what they charged at the door versus at the bar, like things like that. Um, a lot of, He's been involved with like a lot of the biggest names in Hollywood, like Hyde and Truesdale and, right. uh, you know. Because he was working with SB at one point. Sam that Missouri too. And, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, I feel like again, he's it's, it, as I said when I was talking about Robert Eager, this is probably one of my other favorite ones. I mean, look, I'm like a hospitality food guy, so naturally, the folks that I resonate towards and you know can understand more are those folks. Um, again, like I can't justify Brent's story because he tells it perfectly because it's his life. Um, but just the ups and downs, yeah. Um, and you know, the adventures, mm-hmm. you know, both negative and positive, it just goes to show that it takes time. I, I don't know where I was, re- I think I was watching like a Simon Sinek interview or something recently, and he was talking about how like the millennial generation has this whole instant gratification thing, like we want things yep. fast all the time, but you know, that's our- a great interview. It's the one with Tom Bilyeu, I think. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, on Impact Theory. Yeah, he, he said it a couple times. But yeah, yeah but, but that specific episode, I think, or whatever the yeah. show, whatever thing it was, was unreal. Mm-hmm. Like he just goes off. Like he just it, Simon Sinek's, I think, just a genius. Like the way he thinks and how he thinks is incredible. Off topic a little bit, but anyways. Um, but Brent Bolthouse's story is one of those examples of like definitely not instant gratification like yeah. he's i don't know how old he is now but it clearly took him several decades to get to where he is right he's young now. at heart huh he's definitely young at heart oh yeah yeah, yeah for sure young at heart I and mean, he's not even he's not old but it took him a while to get to the place of massive success and i mean he's there he's like he i would say like in terms of hospitality i think bungalow is probably one of the best hospitality concepts out there yeah i mean the business model the service the atmosphere. I mean, from since day one, like everything. it's just been everything. The the you know the place to be. I guarantee you, anyone that's been there, if it's not in their top five best hospitality places that they've been to, they either don't understand hospitality, or they have not been. I mean, I don't. I just don't know what they're thinking. But I like, mean, just I think the line and like how many people are there at any given like, moment, every night or every time I, I go, it's just like a testament to like how dude, unbelievable it's just, an experience. And it is. he told us like he still curates the music. Yeah. Which is crazy, yeah. uh, and, and again, like the because he's a there. DJ, he's he's a DJ. Himself. Oh right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. We didn't even talk about Neon Carnival. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, like, I just it was just one of those things where I was, I was we were so caught up in his story. And it's one of those that I mean, a lot of folks told me like, you know, with podcasts, like you kind of like have things to do, so you tune in, you tune out, you tune in, you tune out. And that one, like most people said, I li- literally listened from the beginning to the end because it was just so interesting. And I, you know, I agree I mean, yeah, I mean, we were there, like, we were also, like, very interested. We were like, I don't know how we're going to end this thing in an hour. Um, because we had, all, it was like 40 minutes in. I think we ended it because he had somewhere to go. Yeah, yeah. I, I think also, we would have kept going. I mean, yeah, we were yeah. like, we'll just sit here and just miss work. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. um, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, and Neon Carnival, by the way, is one of the, I, I would say probably one of the best after parties at Coachella. The I best. mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not even le- like legends party. Go That's there. like an understatement. Yeah, I think it's like, it's like better a, than Coachella. It's considered, yeah, it's like an after party, but it's like a literally like an amusement park, right? That they build for and we'll to- be there next year, hopefully. Yeah. Um, Brent, if you're listening, we'll probably be there next year, <laughs> and we'll be hopefully just hanging out with you and you know chilling. Uh, but dude, yeah, episode that was episode twenty eight. Yep. Uh, I mean, dude, Brent Bolthouse. Dude, I don't even. I, I just and the fact that. By the way, a lot of our guests, you know, keep in touch with us after. Brent was like unbelievable about it. Like, I woke up the morning that the podcast had released because Pat had, I think, already um, like scheduled it to be released that morning. Brent had already posted about it <laughs> before I even knew that the podcast was released. Yeah, and then and we had done Brent's episode like a little while. Yeah, it was a out, while ago. Um, so we hadn't really like yeah, we hadn't I kept mean, in touch with busy, him. We're busy. Yeah, we hadn't kept much yeah. in touch. So it was kind of cool. 
and he I, I think he just really loved it because I don't I don't know if he had been on a podcast or anything like that before um, where he told his story but I know that he does tell his story often um, yeah the way I, we actually like reached out was my younger brother yeah. uh, shout out Edric Ed Rock he makes call him Ed Rock he makes the songs for the founder hour all the all the music you hear in the beginning and shout out Ed Rock um, he he's a student at USC and Brent every year speaks in in the cl- in that class that he's in mm-hmm. uh it's professor napoli if anyone is at usc take professor napoli i didn't have him but from what i hear he's unbelievable and tell him to play the fountain fa- yeah and so he was i guess he was telling the story and my brother was like blown away and he was like he even brought a camera and was like recording it to like show his like i think it was his dad or like his family or whatever i think it was his dad yeah yeah and uh and and so i was like wait like podcast perfect like i'm sure he'd be he'd want to and his story's un- unbelievable like mm-hmm. Let's do it. So he was super down from the beginning, and yeah. it was a pleasure having him on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's been, like I said, like he's been keeping in touch with us, and he loved. I think he loved it, and he, it was great. I don't remember what he said. I was going to try to bring up the email that he sent us, but he had said something about like how it's already difficult to start these things up, and he just said, "Stay humble." While yeah. you guys do this and the fact he had that, a very great words of encouragement for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that meant a lot to us. Like it did. going to our thirtieth episode, we're like, "Damn, we've done a lot." Like we look back and we're like, "Damn, like we've sat down with a lot of people, heard a lot of stories." I think for us personally, like I've gained a lot of wisdom just from hearing these stories. Um, you know, both in the business and personal world. Um, and I hope that our listeners have too, and I think a lot of them that we talk to mm-hmm. have. And I can't wait. I just can't wait to see what people do as a result of listening to the founder hour and hopefully, you know, maybe one day they're on it and they tell us that we were inspired by, you know, D Murthy's, you know, whole, I went to New York and saw this and then I started <laughs> my thing. Um, so I'm just, it's just like an exciting place for us. Um, and you know, we just, I don't know. I just am excited to see what comes of it because there's just so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to end off this recap, uh, episode 21, 29, which we released last Monday, was with Greer Gavorko, who is the founder of Coaqua, which is a premium coconut water mm-hmm. company. But Greer is a, I think he's just a creator and just an Interesting dude. Yeah, just an adventurer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the guy's like literally been everywhere. Yeah. He, and he just was, continues to travel everywhere. I don't think he has like one place he stays at one time. He's like a nomad. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I wouldn't be able to do that, but he Looks for him. has yeah. figured that out. And I think he, I think he has to do that based on what he was saying, like, that's just how he functions. Yeah. Um, he doesn't like that consistency, I feel like. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm not, and I'll be honest, I'm not big on coconut water. Um, I've tried a lot of them. You know, I'm a, I'm a big Whole Foods guy. I'm there every morning probably. I've tried everything, every water, every coconut water, every coffee, any, I mean, any CB, CBG brand at Whole Foods, <laughs> I've tried it. Um, as long as in, in the food and beverages aisle. Um, not the lotions and shampoos and shit. We, but, we know. Yeah. But... <laughs> Um, I actually really liked, uh, Coaqua, yeah. um, because a lot of this coconut water has like a burnt kind of like, it, t- you t- it looks like you're, t- it feels like you're tasting like yeah, yeah. the skin or the burnt like coconut. This one was just like very refreshing. Yeah. You hear like, you hear a lot of people tack like premium in front of their like bread yeah. thing and you're like, okay, you know how much better can we be? He's <laughs> like, he actually lives up to it. Like it yeah, definitely yeah. does taste premium yeah. to like most of these coconut water brands yeah. so definitely definitely check out the company Def- he's a very interesting story i mean his whole life has been like you said 
all over the place. Yeah. And so and he's someone that's like continuing. Like he's still like doing it. Like he's like still figuring it like out. Early. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like they're very niche. Like they're in like a niche. Like you know, space uh, with. I mean, like obviously, coconut water can be sold in like Whole Foods, but that's not the route he's ta- he's going with. He's trying to like yeah. go with like more like a B two B approach. I like, guess. I think he said Erewhon is something. Yeah. Like yeah. Exactly. Um. Well. Yeah. That too. Uh, I think he was like talking about the hotels and things like that. Right. Um, and then you can buy it online. Uh, you know, he's like very focused on the e-commerce side, mm-hmm. um, direct to consumer. But uh, yeah, overall interesting dude. Very, very interesting yeah. dude. And um, we'll see what he does, man. It seems like he, I mean, he's had like, he's like an idea guy and like he yeah. actually does things. Like he, he like builds things. Like he's right. like, a, he actually ex- executes on it as well. So um, I don't know. You know, I'm sure he'll continue to do Kawakwa. I'm sure mm-hmm. he'll do something else too. Yeah, and I think the the model there is like a subscription service. So you could go check out their website. I think it's Koakwa. Yeah, but he's like a perfect example. Yeah, Koakwa dot I think com. Uh, but uh, and also we had a promo code for. Oh that. yeah, we have a promo code for that. Uh, Ten dollars off. Uh, it's just friends. Uh, friends of founders is the code. So ten, you get ten dollars off if you use that code. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, what I drew from that really is like how much traveling can open your eyes to like opportunity. And I and I think we've said this Can't before. Wait to travel. I know, dude. I think we've said this before, but it's like re, it, like I mean, like yeah. it's just there's no question about and it. Big news: Patrick finally renewed his. his oh passport. yeah, I got my passport. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was not as bad as it was not as bad as I thought it would be. The process. Yeah, you know, I had a I, fucking I, nightmare. I was telling yeah, yeah. Patrick when I went, it was like a three hour thing. I was just oh, yeah. I showed I up bright and early, and I'm like, I'm ready to take this on, and yeah. like nobody in line. So now we can officially travel thanks <laughs> to Patrick's new passport that is on its way. Yeah. It's in transit from. Hopefully from fucking Trump's office. He's signing it himself. Um, President Trump, expedite that shit. Um, so yeah, that's episode 26 to 29. Um, we'll go into some questions, but I just want to tell you guys, you don't know what's coming because there's some unreal episodes coming up very, very soon. We're taking the Founder Hour to a whole other level um, because now we are literally professional journalists and professional you know, just newscasters or whatever the fuck they call themselves. Just media people, media folks. Um, all that's missing is a verified badge on Instagram and Twitter, uh, which apparently so is like, yeah, dude, it's like, if you're not verified these days, like you're just not like, like what you're, are you not for? you're not worthy. No, like yeah. what are you living for? Yeah, like, oh, you're, you're a human? You're, like that's oh, what we oh, all live exist? for. Is that verified? Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So I'm just going to, I'm going to make I'm just, a shirt. I'm just sick and tired of not being dude, verified. What a, I just thought of a great idea. Are there fucking shirts that are literally just verified like, the verified badge? Oh, I don't know. Because I'm about to fucking make one. I'm just gonna wear a white t-shirt like Kanye West. Three That's like one of those shirts that are badge. like you know. I like. I feel like you would wear it. I would 100 percent wear it. <laughs> I would 100 percent wear it. I would put my Instagram <laughs> fucking thing name on it. So you go fucking follow me. Um, it's <laughs> at Nersesaposhin at N E R S E S A P O S H I N. Pat's is at Patrick Tanahan. P A T R I C K T A N A H A N. If you don't see the verified badge, it's probably because your screen is cracked right where the verified badge is. Uh, so follow us anyways. Um. So, anyways, uh, let's delve into some questions. But yeah, big, big, big episodes coming up, um, which you'll find out in episode thirty-one. Um, so we had posted a, an Instagram story about questions that people want to ask us for the after hours. Some good questions. So yeah, great questions. First one we have here from at cuz underscore n o ninety two. Not sure what that means, but cuz no ninety two. Thanks for the question. Habits that people in their mid-20s can implement in- immediately to better their lives. Anything you ha- comes to mind? 
See, like, I'm in my mid-20s. Right, so am I. And I'm, like, learning this stuff right now. <laughs> um, so let's influence. Habits that people in their mid-20s can implement immediately to better their lives. <sighs> you know. I'm gonna, I, I can't yeah, go for it. Yeah, Work go. out. Go to the gym. Love it. Honestly. Absolutely. Let, let me tell you, like I started like past me going to the gym like before he was born, but um, like I mean that he <laughs> was like just, it. he was working out, he was long. squatting in his like in his mom's belly. Um, <laughs> he came out and just like muscle everywhere. I, I I didn't know what inside of a gym looked like two years ago, and you, if you go to my Instagram, which I already told you, and if you scroll down, you'll be like, yeah, he didn't know what a gym looked like two years ago. Um, still kind of don't know what the gym looks like, but when you step into the gym, it's a beautiful place. Um, it just automatically improves your mental and physical health, which in turn improves 100%. everything else that you're doing in your life. Yeah. So you want better habits? Go to the gym. Yep. Eat right. I mean, just all the basic shit that you hear, do that. Um, as far as specific examples, something that I have to work on myself is time management. You know, just manage your time better. Big. Yep. There's just so much time. I mean, we only have so much time, but there's right. so much to like think about. And, and that's, I mean, that's what's something that I'm, I'm going to say uh, or leads me to what I'm thinking mm -hmm. is learn to like, enjoy the process yeah like learn to enjoy the journey it's that time of life that like don't and another one is don't compare yourself to others yeah that's a big one because i feel like and like we're all guilty of this right like oh like he's he's the same age as i am and like he's here or she's doing this and she's like two years younger than me like everyone has their their time mm -hmm. and learn to enjoy the process and do things that you see potential in that you also love mm -hmm. and you see yourself doing for the next 10 to 15 years and invest in that mm -hmm. whether it's a particular job a particular industry a particular idea or business like whatever it is learn to enjoy that day mm -hmm. by day and know that like you'll figure it out because look just as you're figuring it out the industry and the world is also changing at the same right. time. So there's nothing you can prepare for. Mm -hmm. No one can sit here and say, I know exactly where I'm going to be in five years. You can't say that. Mm -hmm. Everything can go to shit in five mm -hmm. years. I mean, things are apparently going to shit right now. So yeah. like, we'll see what goes, you know, what happens yeah, in five you just years. You never know what the economy is. Everything's apparently like. going to shit at all times. So, yeah. you know, it's like things change all the time. So that's, that's a big thing that I can't stress enough. Like, yeah. you know, and you know, that allows you to live happier knowing that you're in the process and enjoy it because you're going to look back, I think. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to hear myself in like 10 years because I feel like I'll agree with myself <laughs> that I'll look back and really be like, damn, like life was so great. And yeah. why didn't I enjoy it more? Because you didn't have a fucking passport, buddy. Right? <laughs> so like basically I'll start enjoying in the next. So one habit is weeks. renew your passport on time uh, in your mid-20s. Um, another thing that comes to mind, I don't know if it's a habit, but what I do on like long commutes besides listening to podcasts, um, and besides listening to the Founder Hour, um, is I will literally scroll in my contacts. While and, you're driving? Dude, yeah. Dude. While I'm driving. Come on. Um, I, have, I, have, I have a contact thing on my screen. Um on my car screen and I'll just scroll down and I'll just randomly see a name and I'll click it and I'll call them. Even if I haven't talked to them and I'll call them and most likely yeah. they don't answer, but it's okay because they leave a message <laughs> and then they call me back. So I made it a habit when I drive like maybe once a week, I'll just call a random person and keep in touch with them. Cause you never know, like sometimes I'll call people that like I haven't talked to in three years and they're doing something interesting and they end up being like a potential client. So that's your strategy, huh? That's my, strategy, yeah. that's my networking strategy is, is literally just call people because look, nothing beats calling. Yeah, number one. So it's not really a habit. We can talk about that later. 
But Cuzno92, great question. Second question from Cuzno92. Two questions, yes. Two questions. This one's a little bit more difficult. How to make real money making opportunities happen for myself as a young person? Buy my ebook. Nine nine nine. Make dude, money overnight. Dude, those fucking things drive me nuts. And anybody that's doing that and I and you're listening to this, honestly, you're a fucking scam. So and no, I don't for really real, care. I got a webinar coming up. It's not only it's only ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's just ten dollars for the first two minutes. And after that, it's ten dollars per minute. It's like like you better be giving me fucking like gold. Like you like you literally better be shipping me gold while you're talking. And like get to the point. Or just don't do webinars. Because <laughs> just like, that's not that's a thing a anymore. Strategy. Just fucking go on Instagram for 30 seconds and just say what you're going to fucking say. Um, <laughs> how to make real money making opportunities. Happen Honestly, for myself as a young... Look, okay, so I, I, I really like the wording of this <laughs> yeah, question yeah. because I, I couldn't disagree with the wording more. No, no offense <laughs> to you, but you don't make opportunities happen. The opportunities are there. You just got to take them. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not creating, like you, if you're in a place that you're creating an opportunity, then my friend, you've made it. Yeah. But if you're trying to like figure it out, like you got, you just got to like be on the lookout at all times because opportunities present themselves. And if you don't, you know, look at it as a, an opportunity, then you're never going to see it. So it's almost like putting like opportunity goggles on and getting like the, you know, opportunity vision and like scouting them out. And so, even Spiegel, if you steal that fucking idea. Yeah, dude. Like seriously, spectacles, man. Like no competition. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but for real. Though, garbage. You know, we'd love to have you on the show. Um, how to, and I would tell you that your so, so, spectacles are garbage here too. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll say stay away from those, you know, get rich quick schemes. Never works. Never has. Or else everybody would get rich quick. Yeah, never has. Um, literally, like, find something again. Like, look, this kind of goes back to something we talked about, but, like, look within yourself and something that you're already passionate in and you see yourself doing. Now, look into that space, whether it's an industry, whether it's a, you know, just a little cult following or whatever you might have, mm -hmm. just, like, Go into that and see what opportunities there are to make mm -hmm. things better and then just double down on that. Yep. Because if there are other people doing that, chances are there's something there. And if you love doing it, then really there's no... If you really love doing it, there's nobody better than you. Maybe someone that's done it for a while, but I don't know, find a way to partner with them or something. Yeah. yeah. Honestly... Hope that answers your question. If, yeah, if the opportunities are there, that means somebody's already done it. You know, you have to... You know, especially when they're money-making opportunities. It doesn't matter if they've done it. If, no, no. When, when it, it could always be better. When there's like a money-making opportunity in front of you, chances are people, a lot of people are already oh, doing yeah, it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, like, it. you know, I became a millionaire overnight. Yeah, like, okay. Again, like, that's not, for me, it's maybe, more about long-term Maybe, maybe, but like, that's like Whatever, one that's or two not my people. Thing. Yeah. yeah, that's not, it, it depends. If that's what you want to do, make money quick and retire, that's good. Oh, that's not my, that's not my, that's not what I want to be doing. Um, but more than that, I think it goes back to my other point about calling people. Like, I hate the word networking because it's just, it's just like manufactured. But keeping in touch with people and keeping in touch with, you know, friends and meeting new people, that's how you create opportunities. Yes. Because as much as we think we're intelligent and we know people and we're smart, there's always people that know other things that we don't. And, you yeah. know, you want to be exposed to that. It's more about exposure. Yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. You know, people say it's not who you know. It's not, it's not what you know. It's who you know. I would honestly say it's more about what those people that you know know that you don't know and like yeah what you comes know? out of who you know right. like because there are things that they're exposed to that you're not yeah. and they might bring it up in conversation or exactly. they might be like oh you like doing, yeah. doing this or you've done this exactly. like maybe you'll be interested in this and i mean you and i've seen that just like doing this podcast like i mean like yeah honestly like i was at the gym today and somebody was like oh i just listened to this episode of the podcast 
And like, it's just people that you don't expect. So people just start, it takes time. Like, you know, we, we thought overnight we're going to be at millions of people tuning into us because we have a great idea and a great concept. And we still believe that, but we're not, we're not celebrity journalists. We're not people that worked at 60 minutes and ESPN that launched a new podcast. We're not a three time Oscar award winning actor. And, you know, we're just regular people that have to start somewhere but people started listening to us and then more people started listening to us and then more people told other people and now it's more people than that. So a lot of these things take time. Like there are not like the question of like how to make real money making opportunities. It's good. It's great. But a lot of good things take time. So we'll just leave it at that and we can expand on that more perhaps mm-hmm. on a separate episode that just talks about that. Wow. Um, <laughs> so this third question is from a dude named at Alex. <laughs> H A C O P. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that. How can <laughs> listeners get TFH? Shout merch? out Alex. He's a he's a big time supporter. Yeah, and if you go to my, let's see, I don't know if it'll still be up on my Instagram story. No, it won't be. Could be. Who knows? But anyways, this guy is a prolific dancer. Um, I'm gonna sign him as my first. And he's dancing like just talent. a natural dancer. Dancer for sure, comedian. But also just, just comedian, dude. Like, dude, one of the coolest. Who's the, the, the most funniest guy I know? Also, shout out. You got engaged recently. Um, yes. how can listeners get TFH merch? I want to rep the Pat and Posh Dream Team. Oh man, one hundred emoji. We got to um, get our merch game up, man. Yeah, dude. I think we have like a few shirts. We have a few shirts left. Um, that from our original yeah, we can batch. put it up on Instagram and see what sizes we have available. But yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with our merch eventually. I think I think we have some ideas. Yeah. Um, you know, something bigger than just a founder hour logo on there. Yeah. Um, you know, I promise we'll get our merch game up. <laughs> Who knows? We might even get into the merch game. Just be players Perhaps. in the merch game. Merchers. Uh, so great question, at Alex Cope. Um, You'll talk- be the first to know about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, great, great. You know, when you said the first to know about it, this is one thing I want to stress. We're going to be upping our newsletter game as mm. well. We're going to be sending more emails. Not more emails to harass and annoy you guys. Just more valuable emails. Yeah. Like more emails that have value in them. Um, and that, you know, talk about stuff that we've talked about with our guests other just things like you know these questions that you're asking us like we want to we want to answer them and keep in touch yeah with you things guys. get lost you know in the clutter of social media right. yeah and if you're like you know you, you enjoy listening to founder hour yeah please sign up for the newsletter because that'll come yeah. straight to your inbox we're not going to spam you we promise no, but we'll send you some relevant shit that's valuable yeah. and we always keep value at top of mind go to www.thefounderhour.com there's a subscribe button on the top right or in corner. this podcast description there's yeah, link there and too. honestly, yeah, just I would I would recommend doing it because a lot of the giveaways, a lot of the discount codes that we send out, you can have it in your inbox. So mm-hmm. definitely do that. That's a platform that we're gonna. I mean, email people say is dead, but I still am big on email. Um, I love email. I love email too. I mean, sales are great there. We we get all our guests through email, so email's still there. It's not going anywhere. If you think it's going anywhere, you're going somewhere, and or you're not going somewhere. Um, <laughs> talk five year plan goals, plan slash goals. Could be helpful slash relatable for listeners. At Lauren Hova. Shout out um, Lauren Hova. And by the way, Lauren Hova and Alex Sakope are, I think, two of the only listeners that have listened to all 29 Every episodes so far. Every single episode. Get these guys some merch. Wow, um, man. Serio. Um, talk five-year plans slash goals. Could be helpful, relatable for listeners. Well, I don't know. Like sh- our five-year plans? Like for the podcast? Like for the podcast? Mm. I assume so because right now if I'm thinking about my five-year plans, I have no idea what the answer to the question, that? question you know, would be. We're almost at a year. Let's say 40 episodes. 50, no, 52 episodes a year. So I want to be at like, I don't know, 220-something episodes. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, that plus I think 
Well, it's hard. It's hard because the media game is always changing. So five year plan is difficult. Yeah. Um, we have a big vision, um, and that big vision from day one has been creating a community of the people that we interview, the founders and the listeners uh, in Los Angeles, um, to you know come together both on a digital and physical level. Um, and you know we're still figuring out how that looks uh, because we're just learning the podcast game ourselves. But I think for us, we've seen that the community is just so loyal, like both on the listener side and the guests, you know, those that keep in touch with us, those that connect us with other people. Um, and so we just want to keep doing that. You know, we have a big vision and it's not that we're not transparent about it. It's that the vision is always not the vision, but the goals are always changing because the media game is changing, you know, yep. IGTV launched six months after we launched our podcast, you know, that wasn't a platform that we were you know, really going to see. And now that's something that we could consider down the line is how do we do something with IGTV or, you know, do we have, you know, a lot right. of people say that you guys should have video. And I think agree. overall it's like, you know, we're going to continue to up our content game. Yeah. Try to make it as good as possible for you guys. Have awesome guests on our show. Yeah. Just keep it going, man. We just need to, look, at the end of the day for Pat and I, like we understand um, what good content is, what valuable content is because that's what we consume. And so we're not going to put out garbage. Like, we're going to put out things that we want to listen to because, I mean, I listen to it. Like, I, I mean, we interview all, a lot of these people and sometimes we release the podcast, you know, a few weeks, a month or so after. So I forget some of them, yeah. some of the stories. So for me, like, I want to also listen. I hate hearing my voice, but I like listening to other guests. Um, and so for me, it's also like a valuable learning experience. Yeah. And so until we, until we can do that for a long, like if we can do that, then we'll keep doing it. Yeah. So for us, it's just right now putting out good content and what happens after that. It happens after that. But if you guys have any ideas of what you guys would like to see the Founder Hour become or how we can do other things, you know, differently, for us, the Founder Hour isn't just a podcast. Like, the podcast is one of the ways that we are engaging with the community. Like, mm -hmm. down the line, it could be a literal physical thing. Like, we could have physical interviews. We can have a physical space. We can have merchandise. Like, there's just different ways that yep. we can tie in the Founder Hour. So we want to hear from you and see what, you know, you guys come up with as well. Final question is also from Lauren Hova. We just wanted to end with this because I feel like it's a it's a good question. All the rest were good too, but this is more like personal. How you two, all these questions, by the way, are such poor grammar. I don't know if it's because it's like <laughs> Instagram or whatever, but it's like Shots fired. not coherent, you know, questions and sentences. Come on, guys. So I'm just trying to figure out how to read do better. this stuff. Yeah, you can do better. Come on, guys. We're on the founder. Um, how you two met and how your friendship blossomed. And how is it easy to work with your BFF? Okay, number one, I'm 26 years old. I don't know what the fuck BFF means. Because for me, that means best food forever. And for me, that's like, I don't know, like tacos. And I don't know how that's easy to work with tacos because it's not. But anyways, It gets messy sometimes. Yeah, it gets kind of messy. <laughs> how we met. Oh, you want to tell the story? Sure. We met. I'm trying to remember the exact moment we met. I don't remember the exact moment we met, but I remember one... Yeah, Very... I was in the Easter Island um, in Galapagos. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, just something like we were just with the rocks. Yeah, it wasn't that interesting. Uh, I'm not sure if I said this story on the podcast before, but um, I feel like we have. Have I? I, I feel like we I might have said have. it somewhere. I'll say it again. Yeah, if you've listened to it, just you clear, somebody it. clearly didn't listen. Yeah. Miss, I've listened to 29 episodes. Clip on, click on a couple of those 15 skip, uh, you know, forward yeah. uh, buttons. If oh, so, I, do you know this by the way? Yeah, on Overcast, you can like speed up. Podcasts? You can do that on anything. I can't do it on Apple. <laughs> yeah, you can. How? <laughs> you just click on the one X. 
And you really? can do 1.5x and go do 2x. Come oh on, dude. God, dude. And you call yourself a podcaster, dude, I, bro? No, I'm a journalist. <laughs> um, I don't blame you. Actually, I do. Um, yeah, so we... Uh, the mo- The main moment, I think, was it was my first year at USC, and you were also at USC, and you had been there for like a year and a half. And... Uh, we went to like a, it was like an organization that we were part of, um, and we went to a Big Bear trip. And uh, this wasn't the first time I met. Yeah, you. it was. <laughs> no, it was. That was, but like we didn't really like know each other. Like we knew you, each you, other. You, you, okay, fine. I'll let you. Like that story. was like when we like actually became fine, friends. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, <laughs> you have your own version, fine. But uh, anyways, I'm driving up to the mountain, to the house on the mountain, and it's like really icy, and my car gets stuck on this like ledge and like it literally starts like sliding down and so now i'm like opposite facing the house and my car's stuck and so i don't know what to do and it's like freezing cold and i think alex 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 acope who just asked those questions was in the car too so he might remember better than i do but um we're in the car and uh i'm like shit like what do we do now and uh, you know if i get out of the car i'm gonna slip and fall and roll down the mountain um and so i look at my rear view just as i'm thinking all this and I see you run out of the house, and you have this, like, USC beanie on, and you're, like, ready, dude. It's like Baywatch. Like, I'm just watching you, like, slow motion, yep. like, running to my car. I'm like, we're saved. We're good. Yeah, because I'm going to fucking, like, carry the car out. <laughs> I don't know what you were going to do, but at that moment, <laughs> I would take anything. I didn't know what I was going to do either. I was just trying to be, like, savior. Yeah. And uh, I'm just looking at you in the rear view for, like, you know, whatever, five, ten seconds. You're running. Perfect. All of a sudden, I just look back, and you just slip. And fall right on your ass, yep. and your beanie just like goes flying off, yep. and you're just like, like shit. That was our one, <laughs> one uh, chance at survival. <laughs> and there it goes. And there it goes. And so I don't know. How do you guys eventually park somewhere? I don't know what we did. We, we I don't know how we got out of that thing, dude. Yeah, we did park. I don't think this was the first time we met because okay, why the me. fuck would I run out and help you if I don't know you? I, yeah, I don't think you knew I was in the car. You're just like, oh, there's no, a car I, stuck. I, no, I knew. I think I knew it was you. Oh, you, we, we, we didn't we plan this trip together. No, 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 no. This was this the, was the first before. time we went to Big Bear. All right, first so I'm, I'm time. Sure I don't we met, think, we yeah. probably met like a USC tailgate. We met at a USC tailgate. That's what it was. Perhaps. You had, yes. Like, we, we were playing like football. You had like okay, a lot of football. Yeah, but it wasn't as like. But yeah, yeah. But like the first time. It was like, 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 what's up, bro? I'm yeah, Pat. Yeah. What's up, bro? I'm, I'm Nurse's Posh, whatever. Yeah. I, I, back then, I was still Nurse's. Yeah, you're still Nurse's. And then my junior year, I became Posh. Um, no, I did. <laughs> like Darth Vader or something. Yeah, I mean, dude, I was on the mock trial I'm team. I'm to tell that story of how you became posh. Okay, I'll tell it real quick. I was on the mock <laughs> oh, trial shit. team at USC. Um, we were a top 10 ranked team. Uh, it was a good experience, but I would never do it again. Um, and my, co- my, my name is obviously hard to say. And so my coach, who was a, an attorney and he led the team, um, by the way, I don't know about this story, so it's... Yeah, oh, it's the first time you're hearing it, too? Hearing it too. Uh, so, he just started calling me Posh. And I looked at him like, who the fuck is he talking to? And he's like, talking to you, Posh. And I'm wow. like, I'm looking at me like, I'm Posh? And he's like, a Poshian. Posh. Wow. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, it's basically a part of my last name. Um, and so, I took on this new persona. Um, tried to get the Instagram name, it was taken. Tried to get the Twitter name, it was taken. God. Tried to get the you license plate. Like zero taken. followers, huh? It's one of those like, accounts that's like, literally. Zero she has like not any follow. Like she has like no followers. Hasn't tweeted since twenty. Uh, hasn't posted an Instagram picture since twenty eleven. Come on, I am just so pissed off because I could have literally been famous by now. At Posh, I would have been verified without a T shirt. So whatever, that's kind of annoying. But yeah, that's how I got the nickname Posh, um, and it just kind of stuck because it's obviously much easier to say than my real name. And then I just went with it because I was like, 
It's pretty fucking cool whose name is Posh. So now I'll just give my name to people and I'll just be Posh. And they just look at me like, all right, that's cool. Um, but I'm pretty sure they know like I'm not a Posh because I look like I'm not a Posh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's how the first time we... M- oh, that's when we met. How our friendship blossomed. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'll tell you guys this story. So we went to Home Depot uh, in Glendale and we went to the fertilizer section. And we bought fertilizer, and we just poured it on ourselves, and that's how we blossomed. Oh, I, mean, um, I was I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I don't remember this. Wait, what? Uh, but, I mean, I was, look, I was there. Just like good things take time, friendships take time. Uh, yeah, so, I don't even. Yeah, I don't I know. We just like we got started. Yeah, we started getting involved in like different things at USC <laughs> yeah, yeah. together, and then we worked at the same place on campus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like we bonded over that, just because yeah. it was just hilarious. Like the place we worked and the people we worked <laughs> yeah. with. It was just great. That's gonna be a story that I tell one day. Is I worked at the Roski School of Fine Arts <laughs> counseling office yeah. as a receptionist. That's great. Yeah, I mean that's gonna, like that's trade, worse than being like a McDonald's shifts. burger flipper. <laughs> no. Yeah, dude, come on. Perhaps I don't. I wasn't interacting with anyone. Yeah, you're right. My biggest interaction was with the paper in front of me. It was great though. You got a lot of stuff done like outside i mean we got paid to do nothing literally um so yeah that's yeah. how i mean i just blossomed mm-hmm. like that um i mean it's, we can have a full podcast on our fucking story if you guys want um and how is it easy to work with your bff i look okay, i'm gonna say something here i think I'm, my finger might have hit it and i might have deleted a word here so i don't know if that's the question she asked but that's just how you two met and how your friendship blossomed how is it easy no to work? i think she had, it was like how is it easy and something to work with your bff no it's just how is it easy to work with your oh, BFF? okay never mind Scratch that. Oh, how's it easy or difficult? No, no, I would have seen it because I would have seen the changes. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I know my finger hit it, but uh it's easy. I mean, like it's you know, we're both passionate about very similar things. We both are, you know, doing a bunch of different things throughout the day. Um we just get along on a personal level. I mean, you, I just feel like some people complicate relationships. You know, they they just let outside things affect um their relationship and i don't think we do um we just we're just focused on what we're doing and i think actually like being friends helps us sometimes look and we've asked this to people that are partners like whether it was john terzi and brian toll yeah. um i'm it's, it's, um, my mind's just like forgetting now but um who else did we interview that was like partners or had partners or brothers i know like Aton and mm-hmm. his brother john and ronnie <laughs> john, oh, john and ronnie yeah they're, they're yeah, partners. yeah, yeah they have no choice but yeah. um no but again like we've always heard like it's not easy to work with a significant other or a best friend or a cousin or family or something yeah. like that you know because there's other issues that come into play but again like part of it is luck probably you know like just you get lucky you like you meet the right person to you know do stuff with and you know, you just do it. You don't have to overcomplicate it. If it's working, just keep doing it. Yeah. Um, and I think for us, it's like none of us, I mean, like we both don't have like an ego problem of like, oh, no, I'm going to take credit for this. No, you're mm. going to take credit for this. Like at the end of the day, like we don't care like because we know that the bigger picture and whatever happens is beneficial to both of us. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't matter who started, who ended it, who did what. Like that's not the point. Like I think you need to put the egos aside. Is that is, like whether you're friends or not, uh, you know, is just put your egos aside when you're at the workplace because – if you have an ego, it's going to hurt everybody, not just you and that friendship. It's going to hurt the entire team. So, you know, and again, like, I have a big ego outside of work, I would say, but I don't think that comes into play. And if anything, I think we both use it to our advantage for the betterment of whatever we're doing. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, that's just my point of view. I don't I haven't, it, like, and again, like, there's times that we disagree, but, I mean, it's never been, like, a point, like, we argue and we, like, get mad at each other. It's just, like, Oh yeah, yeah. Because like, like what you said, you, here's why. Like, because like what you said, like the friendship is bigger than that. Yeah. And I think when you go about it that way, yeah. like obviously, like you know, business is business, and it's like your well being. And at that point, mm-hmm. you know, like you gotta, you know, figure it out. But 
overall, like if you're both just like good people and you're and you're friends with each other and you keep the friendship at like what it is, and that being the overarching right. thing, like you go you get through anything, any I mean, disagreement, anything. The best quote, in my opinion, is if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Like you know. Can Pat and I do this podcast on our own? I mean, yeah, you just need to get a fucking microphone and just do it. Like, but Dude, for us, it so wasn't about like, miserable. huh? I'm gonna be miserable. Like, I mean, it's just not fun <laughs> because like then I'm gonna be doing after hours by myself talking to like a tree. Um, but no, it's just like it's different. Again, like people do it on their own. I'm not knocking them for doing it on their own. I'm just saying like, true, our, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's just yeah, it's yeah, a, just yeah. it's just like a different circumstance. Um, because like for us, it's like we have a bigger picture in mind, and for us, it was just like literally we're just sitting down and hanging out as friends. And we're like, dude, we're already having this conversation. Why don't we just put a microphone in front of our fucking mouth and record it? And that's what we're doing right now. We're literally sitting at my house recording a podcast as friends. And we just we just happen to be like media people now. But um and like we're we have press passes that we're literally wearing. I know you can't see, but we're wearing press passes. On top of um, our suits. Yeah, Pat, Pat's not allowed to come into my house anymore on podcast recording these unless he has his press pass. And he and he doesn't get any guests that can come with him, so unfortunate um but yeah that's a great question i mean like i think that it's something that people should keep in mind when they're going to business with friends and family members Love is it. you know think about the bigger picture and not about your personal egos Love it. Well, has this podcast been like an hour and a half? Yeah, I think we've we've overextended our stay in in your speaker <laughs> yeah, yeah, systems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um well, uh we'll sign off now. But uh, thanks for tuning in. And yep. if you're listening to this at this point, you've you've made it through our bullshit, <laughs> and we really appreciate it. We love you so much. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, like Posh said, follow us um, on social media at the Founder Hour. Check out our website at you know www.thefounderhour.com. Mm -hmm. Sign up for a newsletter. Stay in the loop. We got more great things coming. And your also, way. be an ambassador for us. Tell your friends because the only way that this thing grows and that you as our fans and listeners and whatever friends grow is if this thing grows and the thing with me and pat is we will respond to your every email every dm like we're really on top of it even if this thing becomes the next hottest thing we're going to still be the ones responding to you guys so we just ask that you help us grow this thing and that's why we ask for your suggestions that's why we want your email so that we can keep in touch with you it's not because we're going to sell you anything because we're not selling you anything uh we're not even making money so for us it's literally purely about value and engaging you and you know, knowing more about you and what you want. So tell your friends, I mean, like whether it's tagging them on social media or literally sending them a text with our podcast link, that goes a very long way. So again, like Pat said, subscribe, rate us, review us, engage with us, hit us up. We're, we're, we're all right. People, if you listen to this podcast, you know, that we're pretty like not serious um, most of the time. And yeah, episode 30. Can't wait for episode 60 of the after hours and 30 episodes. Um, I'm um, Posh. I'm Pat. Until next time, mahalo, friends.